Fierce Fan Media. You know, choices. Choices. I'm telling you, Chicago, though, it's just amazing. I'm just jealous that Julie's on her way there. I'm jealous. Julie's there. Stacy there. Sky's there. Like, everyone's I know. There. It's, it's a weird. party. We should have it's all weird. went and recorded, like, on the lakefront. Probably I'm not. really excited to go to the Riverwalk. It's beautiful. It's just absolutely gorgeous. You're going to love and it. They, and they do fireworks, it says, every Saturday night during the summer. But I don't, know, I don't think it's considered summer anymore. It, it might. Well, they might. Summer they ended up Labor Day. Summer. Well, <clears throat> technically summer summer. ends next w- week. But yeah. they I have rooftop cinemas in oh, Chicago yeah. where sure. you go on the top of a roof and watch a movie. Yeah. There's with this really cool bar. Like. It's like in the on the Gold Coast, so like the Ritzy area, like northern, uh-huh. like the north part of downtown, and it is um, it's called Cindy's. It's like at the top of this this uh, like health club. It is seriously such a swanky little bar. Like it is so awesome. It's uh, good no. evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. <laughs> Sorry. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not-so-lipstick lesbian. All right, it's just the three of us tonight. Uh, Julie's driving to Chicago. Stacy is, well, one of the Stacys is working a homecoming parade. And then the other Stacy is also in Chicago, but she's at her daughter's Navy graduation. So... Congratulations on graduating Navy boot camp, little Lex. Yes. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Navy family. So they all look so young in that picture. It looks like a little high school lineup photo. What I'm picture? like the in in the picture of Stacy's daughter graduating. Oh, is it on is it on the Facebook? I may have to log on to that. Yeah, she posted it on Facebook. I'm like, I don't realize how old we are until I seems like how young they are. Yeah, we're hella old, dude. <laughs> I remember you you that and I felt like we were grown. Well, I mean, we were grown. We're just old now. <laughs> <laughs> when I graduated Navy boot camp, I was 20. You were 16. <laughs> That was 21 years ago, man. Man. That's a whole drinking person ago. A whole drinking person. <laughs> I'm gonna have to mute Julie. She's all fucked up. Yeah. Um okay, so tonight I am drinking Maui Wowie. It is a Ooh. beer out of Altamont Brewing Company, which is in Livermore, which is by my house um it's my favorite beer from them i stopped by there lincoln's uh little best friend eli his parents just had another baby so i got um the mom some wine from mcgrail and then the dad uh maui wow is his favorite from altamont so i stopped and got him some uh so they can start drinking because now they have two kids under five so it's gonna be (laughs) you need to start drinking for sure (laughs) So, so it's very I, good though. Well, good. I I had a really great beer over the weekend and it was from St. Pete Brewing and it was it was a a Maui Wowie type of beer but it wasn't it was is this an IPA? Is yours an IPA? 
Um, it is. Yeah, it's a single malt IPA, but it's not like bitter. Yeah. Um, like other IPAs are. It has citrus hops in it, which I really like. So it's yeah. kind of like it tastes like a cross between a hazy and an IPA, which oh, I really like. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm actually drinking Vizzy's, the watermelon mango one. Um, only because so Gail and I are on this huge so we have a year and a few days until Katie's wedding. And I don't know if I've said this before. Katie asked, Katie and Matt asked me if I would marry them. So like a thruple or do the ceremony? Like do the ceremony. (laughs) I don't want to be in a thruple with them. (laughs) Or at all. But definitely with them. Um um, so I am I want to look good. I don't want to get up there and be like a troll. So, like, where'd they get this from under the bridge? Kind of, you know, so I'm gonna, I want to look good. So we're like on this like health journey. Oh, we are old. You're calling it a journey. It's not not a crash diet anymore. It's just like like we bought like so during COVID, we bought a fucking Nordic track bike, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a- You didn't go with the like, Peloton like everybody else? Fuck Peloton. Oh, all, right. all right. Fuck Peloton. I hope they weren't going to- You know, it surprises me soccer. sometimes the things you have very strong feelings about. I just, you know, <laughs> I've got a lot of, I got a lot of feelings about it. So. I know that. I just didn't realize they would be so pronounced know, so over certain right? items. Yeah. I know. I apologize. You know what? Like- I'm sure there are others that <laughs> I'm, I'm so irritated by them, but Peloton is one of them. So I was like, no, I don't want a Peloton bike. I want a Nordic track. So we got the Nordic track. We never fucking ride it. Like right. we've ridden it maybe 20 times total, like actual like rides. Like as much know, as you like, watch TV, why don't you just hop on it? Well, a great we, question. It's in, garage. Huh? it's in the garage. So put a TV out there. I, that's exactly what Gail says. She's like, well, now we got to get a TV out there. Yeah, put a TV in the garage. Well, so that's so that's possibly going to happen. But we also just today purchased a rowing machine because, you know, we're made of money over here in Shay Zach. So um, Shay Zach. <laughs> it's, we're not. I mean, obviously. But I just like, I'm like, Gail, I don't want to buy this rowing machine if it's going to do the same thing the fucking bike has done, which is sat there and collect dust. Like... I don't want to do that. And she's like, no, I'm on, I'm on a journey. She started Noom. Like, I think, I think this is good. I think we both want to be. So like her dad, when he passed away, like was super sick with like diabetes and, you know, had ended up getting cancer and just was a very unhealthy man. Didn't do a lot of walking. And my dad was the same way. So I'm like, I really think we need to take care of ourselves. Um, (laughs) As I drink Vizzy, which is, you know, artificial sugar. So what are you going to do? Anyway, Julie, are you drinking? Oh, Julie's gone. Yeah, Julie's driving. driving. So she'll probably be popping in and out. Yeah, she's driving to Chicago, you knucklehead. I didn't know if Kennedy was driving. Oh, I don't know who's actually like. Oh, okay. She's in a car though. So she'll be popping in and out. There she is. Um, Okay, Jewel, I assume you're not drinking anything correct okay we'll move on 
Um, (laughs) 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 All right. So we got a question um, and it asked if what Ron DeSantis did and uh, Greg Abbott. So Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida and Mm -hmm. Greg Abbott is the governor of uh, Texas. Um, asked if what they did with the migrants was uh, illegal. So for those that don't know, um, DeSantis and Abbott shipped a bunch of immigrants who were seeking asylum up to Martha's Vineyard and several to Kamala Harris's house. Um, So is it illegal? People are still debating that, okay? Um, Because we haven't seen anything like this before. It is not illegal to, um, it's not illegal. So once once a person seeks asylum from outside of the United States and they file the paperwork, uh, they're no longer in the custody of the US government. It's not like people who are just trying to cross the border or, or they come in here overstaying their visas or anything, if they actually file the documentation to seek asylum, they're no, they're not held in the custody of the United States government. It is not illegal to give them funds to go to another location. This happens quite a bit in California. Um, a lot of people don't know this or aren't aware of this, but we have a huge subsection of our homeless population that is shipped here from other states, specifically Kentucky, uh, Kansas, um, Mississippi. Uh, There's quite a few red states that give them, put them on buses and send them to California. I'm not saying California doesn't have its own homelessness issues besides that. I'm just saying this is a common practice. (laughs) So it is not illegal. It doesn't look like it is on the surface. So all that stuff you're kind of seeing on TikTok about um, their human trafficking, um, that is yet to be defined because what is illegal is lying to the refugees about where you're sending them or intentionally misleading them. Right. Um, so they are still doing some investigation work around that uh, to see if any of this can legitimately be held up in court. But what I will say is there are a lot of things that are legal that aren't ethical. And I, I personally think, and listen, it's no secret on here that I hate DeSantis and I hate Greg Abbott. Like they're awful human beings. I don't think any of us like, right. (laughs) But I do, I do think their ethics are in question here. Um, lying to a group of people who have filed asylum paperwork, trying to seek refuge in the United States and telling them they're going one place and then sending them to Martha's Vineyard. But I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know if any of that will end up hold up in court. What I can tell you is that the um, refugees that did show up in Martha's Vineyard, they've been taken very well care of. Um, a lot of volunteers showed up and housed them and fed them and are trying to get them support services and get them the help that they need. Um, same with the ones, uh, the individuals that they sent to Kamala Harris's house. They have been since... Um, helped and are trying to uh, be put into the system to help get them the support that they need. Um, We've seen a kind of an influx of asylum seekers, especially on the heels of COVID and not that COVID's over. I know that it's not, but 
there, there was a lot of civil unrest and a lot of governmental unrest because of COVID, despite all, uh, several of these countries already being kind of war-torn and poverty-stricken. So we've seen a huge uptick in asylum seekers. What I did think this highlights, and listen, I would love to sit here and just be like, fuck Greg Abbott and fuck Ron DeSantis and fuck, fuck, fuck them. But I, I think once again, this is highlighted kind of the gaps that we have in our immigration system. And when someone seeks asylum, when they file the paperwork, legally, they're supposed to be seen in front of in front of an immigration judge. And I think it's 45 days. That's how long the government has to review their paperwork and deem whether or not they are authorized asylum. But some of these countries that these individuals are coming from, we don't have diplomatic relations with them. So areas like Cuba, we don't have good standing diplomatic relations. So even if an immigration judge would say that they were to be deported, we don't have those relationships to send them back to their countries if that's what they deem fit. So we don't have any type of safety net to help these people or to handle them. And when I say appropriately, I mean humanely. Like right. we, this once again is showing kind of the issues we have. And it's just kind of frustrating to see governors... Um, take this as an opportunity to uh, kick people that are already down. And for, um, for a political statement. For a political statement, essentially. So is there legal standing? People smarter than me when it, in regards to the law and the constitutionality of it are looking into it. I, I can't tell you one way or another. Um, I understand the knee-jerk reaction to be pissed off by it. But they, if they're operating within the guardrails of the legal system, it's just one of those things that we kind of have to grit our teeth and bear it. And, you know, being sent to a place like Martha's Vineyard, when they were told they were being sent to Boston, um, that may be illegal. But illegal to what ends? Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott are not going to go to jail for it. At, Jax, at most, they're going to be fined. Right. Jax, can you hear me? Yeah. I, I have a question and I normally I would just Google it, but I can't because we're driving. Mm -hmm. What 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 is Martha's Vineyard? Martha's Vineyard is a small island off the coast of it's near Nantucket. It's like the Nantucket Island. So you know when we went to Provincetown, that little loop that you go up on in Massachusetts? Yeah. Martha's Vineyard is a island that's close to that. That's like where a lot of really, really, really rich people vacation at. Um the uh -huh. Kennedys are known to go there. Um, Taylor Swift is known to go there. Like it's a really elite oh. place that you need. Like you have to take a ferry a, or a plane to get there. It's not accessible. There's no bridge that leads there. So it was very, very intentional to drop them off there. Oh, okay. And the whole idea is they dropped them off in a location where obviously there's not jobs waiting for them. There's not housing waiting for them. There's no infrastructure set up to accept groups of refugees and DeSantis and Abbott sent them up there with the intention of a fuck you to the liberals but it was more of like you're doing that with people's lives <laughs> like and, the, and liberals were like okay we'll take care of you because yeah. we're fucking human well, they're using these poor people as pawns yeah. in their yeah. shitty little game. Exactly. And that's horrible. Yeah. And and the problem with it is that uh, far right-leaning Republicans think these people are here illegally. Well, when they're seeking asylum. Exactly. Like, 
there's a difference, you know, and it's because make America great again means make America white again. And these people are from another country and may not be, you know, full-blooded white Americans. Well, so none of them gotta are. get them out. Gotta get them to Martha's Vineyard. You know what? Of all the places, I'll send me to Martha's Vineyard, right? <laughs> God. <laughs> it's easy for us to say that though, but when you're trying to move a whole family and right. they they drop you off at a location with no money, there's no infrastructure to accept you. There's no shelters there to accept you. There, there's none of these things you're completely reliant on the goodwill of people that live there. That's a terrifying experience to have, especially when you have filed the appropriate paperwork that's required by our country to enter into the United States. So it may not be illegal, but it's 100% a dick move. Like it's just a dick move. I just feel like can Jackie and in your expert opinion, like an expert, Okay, so you're non-expert, but very smart and very well-read opinion. Um, so, like, what? Why don't we agree on, like, as far as like Republicans and Democrats agree on the need for immigration reform? Oh, like, geez. This, we've been fighting about this for fifty years, so sixty why, years. Why is it so? Why is it so looked down upon that people could? Racism, Aaron. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like, Racism. Aaron, shut up. <laughs> Drink another busy, you drunk. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's racism, <laughs> pure and simple. People don't want others in because one of the main differences between radical right left individuals and the rest of the world, I'm not even going to say liberals or Democrats because I think the majority of logical people realize that, like, it. Well, Stacey Dempsey has said it perfectly. It's not pie, like allowing people to come in here and seek refuge and get jobs and enter our system and pay taxes and own homes and put their kids into our school system doesn't take anything from you. But what it does is diminish their long standing racial power. And I mean, whether you like it or not, this country was built on white supremacy. So anytime we start having an influx of people that aren't white, which is crazy because you could argue that the first early Americans, and I don't mean the indigenous population, I mean the people who came here from Spain and England who colonized North America or this portion of North America, what we now know as the United States, they were refugees. They were seeking asylum from what they considered to be tyranny of King Edward. Like it's just, it's so bonkers, but because we have different levels of melatonin in our skin, they see them as less that than, and they're entitled to more. So they don't want to share schools with them. They don't want to share jobs with them. They don't want to share anything because they consider it sharing means they will get less. So it's, I wish it was more complicated than racism, but I think when you pull all of the politics and wordsmithing and the shiny objects away from it, all it comes down to is racism. All it comes down to. Sad. It's just sad. It's like, awful. You know, it's like uh, working in the green industry, which I don't know if I've ever said mm-hmm. what, what the business is that I'm in. But like in Florida, it is so there in Tampa alone, there's probably 3000 lawn care companies like I'll just in goes. Tampa, you know, so it's like. You're, you're the amount of people that you're hiring 
and 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 trying to keep for the summer because summer is the hardest time um is is crazy so you're you're you are finding people that you know do have the proper documentation that want to work that but like the problem becomes you know what if you can't find those people you can't find americans to do this labor right they don't want to do it right like that's the problem like uh, uh you know uh joe schmo white-blooded american man straight guy doesn't want to fucking sweat his dick off all day long for $15 an hour. That's well, not what he wants. And they're constantly screaming oppositions of letting people into our borders are constantly screaming. I don't have a problem with immigrants. I just want them to go about it the right way. Well, these people did go about it the right way. Right. They filed the paperwork. They're seeking right. asylum. They're waiting for their ruling from an immigration judge. And we're just fucking them over as a political stunt. Well, like it's and just then, it's like, gross. Other people that want to come here, we make it so fucking difficult mm -hmm. when it shouldn't be because like the, uh, the test that you have to take to become a citizen, like a normal American citizen, like just Joe Schmo, white blooded American man, straight guy would not pass that fucking test. Well, beyond that, beyond just the test, it costs about $60,000 to get the correct legal affirmation to actually go through the process of getting your citizenship, not to mention the wait list to even get into that program is about 10 years long. Right. And like they, they arbitrarily pick and choose who they're going to take and they prioritize people who have what they considered skilled labor. So that's people who, um, are computer engineers or, or building engineers or people that they think add value. They actually rate people on a point system but like in California, we're a huge, um, we, we ship in a, a, a lot of migrant workers uh, from the spring through, from spring through the fall to work farms because California supplies this country with 30% of its produce. So we bring in, they get, they get working visas and, and they mm -hmm. come over here and um, some of that halted under Trump. And to prove a point, one of the local farms out here Nun Farms was offering $23 an hour. And this was in 2018, 2018. Yeah. No, 2017, $23 an hour to anyone who would work because they couldn't get the, the migrants okay. over to do it. $23 an hour when minimum wage here at that time was 13. So you're talking about $10 an hour over minimum wage and he could not fill the spots. He could not fill the spots because People who live here already do not want, they know how hard those jobs are. They, right. they know how brutal they are. They know how backbreaking they are right. and they won't take them. So right. a lot of food rotted and died on the vines. We weren't able to, to produce the, the normal amount of fruits and vegetables that California typically produces. Like the implications of it are far, far reaching, which means the price of fruits and vegetables goes up, which disproportionately affects people who already suffer from socioeconomic hardship because if an apple costs you three dollars a pound and in candied apples cost you 50 cents what do you think you're gonna buy like right. one of, i mean this this bleeds into so many avenues healthcare in america like there, there's just so many avenues that this touches and it's all because a group of white people is and I'm not going to say white men anymore because white women are just as fucking bad. I mean, but a group of people has decided 
that treating other human beings that speak a different language from them less than human, they've prioritized demonizing a group of people because they don't look like them over basic humanity. And it's fucking disgusting. It drives me absolutely crazy. And I'm so tired of hearing if they came here the right way. A lot of them do try to come here the right way. 90 uh, or yeah, it's 91% of illegal immigration in this country takes place because someone overstayed their visa. It's not the issues at the border. Like that, that is not what's uh, that's not where our main source of illegal immigration comes from when you consider that seeking asylum is legal form of immigration. People fly here, drive here on working visas, on visiting visas, on tourism visas, and stay longer than what they're entitled to because the process is so fucking hard and so long. And now you're running into, we can't even see these asylum seekers in 45 days So some of them, they're just outright denying to try to push them through the system without even listening to their case, or it's taking them a year to get around to them. Do you know what happens in a year of someone being here? They've made friends. They've moved into a community. They've gotten jobs. Now they've established a life here. And all of a sudden their court date comes up and you're like, sorry, fucker, you got to go. And they're sending them back to countries that all those problems still exist, even though they're already contributing to our society. Like, it, it, it's insane. Immigrants in California are, are responsible for $280 million a, a year here in, in paying taxes. And I'm not just talking about state and local taxes. I'm talking about sales tax. I'm talking about gas tax. I'm talking about all kinds of revenue that is that is generated from immigrants here. And you just want to rip that away and tell these people to figure it out for what? Because yeah. they're not white? Right. Like, you literally, know give me a different reason besides them not being white. They have jobs. They have families. They have houses. Why don't you want them here? Besides the fact that they're fucking not white. Right. You know what doesn't make sense to me, though, Jax? Is I feel like the same people that complain of... Damn it. Jackie, Can you hear me? Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron. Okay. I said Jackie and Aaron. Oh. Yeah, the Jackie and Aaron. I thought you said can't hear you. No, I'm sorry. Did, sorry, it, carry I on. feel Jackie like the I feel like the same people that complain about immigrants being here are the same people that don't want to pay higher prices at restaurants and at you know to because our services are going up right now and you know things are costing more money but it's like so they don't want to pay more for things but they also don't want the people here they're willing to do the shit that other people don't want to do yeah so it's like which one do you like like which one do you want i feel like it's the same thing because maybe we wouldn't i feel like we need immigrants here a lot of times like aaron was saying nobody else wants to do some of the jobs that these people bust their asses off yeah doing well and and it it goes beyond that too it it makes a better society right like besides the immigrants typically being willing to do jobs no one else wants to because they want to forge their way you're talking about more culture in areas you're talking about different types of food you're talking about getting to meet people from places that you're not familiar with so it broadens your horizons it makes you more empathetic to the rest of the world like america's love to live in such a little bullshit bubble thinking that they have they they have this like superiority complex when really it's because they don't fucking venture outside their little small town 
town in podunk nowhere to meet anyone or talk to anyone that doesn't fucking look like them it's it's insane there's a whole world out there that is not i don't know bluegrass kentucky or shasta california another fucking haven for for magonites like if people would actually take the time, they, they've made them into a, a like a cartoon character in their head, right? Where they've decided all of these things about an entire group of people without actually ever fucking knowing one. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it's just insane to me. Like they don't know so the true. plights of these people. They don't know how hard they've worked. They don't know what they've sacrificed to get here. They've just decided you're different, so you're not worthy. Right. Well, it's so frustrating too, because when you when you talk to somebody that is so anti-immigration or anti-illegal alien, like listen, I get that there are illegal aliens in this country. I get that. I understand that. People but, can be illegal. Well, it's just you're here, you didn't do the right thing, right? You didn't do the right thing to be here. So you're illegal. Quote well, unquote. that's what they've decided. Right. So my my whole thing, my argument every single time when anybody ever says anything about it, I'm always like, if the government would just decide that a, anybody that's here that doesn't have the proper documentation can suddenly get it and start paying taxes like a like a normal american quote unquote normal american then what would be the problem right like pay the even tax- people who are here illegally a lot of them do pay taxes well a lot of them do so let's say i run a restaurant okay oh, so you may pay taxes like because you're buying things so you're no. paying taxes let's say not- let's say i run a restaurant okay okay and i employ james and James is here illegally, all right? But he's given me a fake name, fake social security number, fake right. whatever to put him in right. the into the um employment right. system. I'm still docking his his check still. Right. Taxes yes, still get taken are, out of but there. You, but so be- he but so he's getting money taken out of his check that's right. going towards the state, that's going towards right. the IRS that he will never be able to claim. Right. So but he's getting into a system that he's not going to benefit from. Hey, Jackie, restaurant owner, uh, we see that you're actually depositing money into a dead person's social security account. Sure. And then he gets busted, right? Right. And I get busted. I'm just saying like to say that they don't pay any taxes, even if they're here using fake identity, isn't true. I, I'm not. Do you know how many? Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not saying that like none of them pay taxes. I'm just saying that like the bulk of people that bitch about illegal aliens being here it's because they're not paying taxes. Right. Which just isn't true. Which is not not, not necessarily not true, but it's so easy to fix. Right. We have some of the most most financially well-off white men in the fucking world in our country that don't pay fucking taxes. Mm -hmm. So to even make that an issue... Jeff Bezos doesn't pay taxes. Because these fucking people... These fucking people have so much goddamn money and they don't pay their fucking taxes, but they want you know, like fucking John Smith to pay his fucking taxes at $13 an hour. Get yep. the fuck out of here with your bullshit ass excuses. You're right. It doesn't come down to anything other than fucking racism. 
That's exactly what, because taxes is bullshit. That's a bullshit fucking reason. And everybody knows it because yep. you don't pay your taxes, motherfucker. Yeah. Like we, and we all know you fucking don't. Sorry. Sorry. And they're even, off. I mean, so even if, even if they're using a fake name to rent an apartment, right? Like, let's say they've made up a name. They use fake identification to pay into an apartment that apartment owner is still paying property tax. So he's still paying into the school system and the fire system and the police system. So they're still getting money out of immigrants, whether they're here, whether they're here legally or not. So the whole thing, the whole argument about taxes is just a fucking, it's a red herring. They want you to believe that there's no monetary contribution coming from illegal immigration when that's just categorically false it's just false so i don't know i i think it was dubious it 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 was dubious at worst it was fucking hateful like if we're if we're being more honest about the situation desantis and abbott were being hateful petulant children by sending them to a location that they lied about and they're they're willing to play with people's lives to prove a political, to score a political point. And I think it's fucking disgusting. Childish. Yeah. So Chrissy, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> we went off on kind if of a you're tangent. still listening. <laughs> but illegal, probably not. Unethical and gross, 100%. 100%. Also, how can people still be so ignorant about race when I, we've said it on here before when we're finding all this information about about how insignificant we are in the whole fucking big scheme of the universe like who gives a shit if your skin's darker or lighter or purple or brown or polka dotted like who cares we don't fucking matter we don't matter that is so true well you know ron santos is a christian Oh, sure yeah. i'm sure jesus would be real proud of him for turning away <laughs> brown people yeah, his white Jesus. Yeah. yeah, his white Jesus that they conveniently changed. I'm sure white Jesus was born and raised in the Middle East. That makes complete sense. Right. <laughs> he just, he immigrated there. He immigrated. <laughs> there. <laughs> white Jesus looks an awful lot like Thor. <sighs> Not even half as cute as Thor. Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on. Um, okay. Katie sent us a question to asking if our opinions have changed, if Trump is going to go to jail, what do you guys think? I wish, I wish I, my opinion had changed. It's, I still don't think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to jail. either. I, I hope I'm wrong. I think it's going to be one of those, if he does even touchdown in jail it'll be one of those typical celebrity things where it's like you're sentenced to two years trump was there for four and a half minutes yeah you know i truly don't like understand that. how he hasn't already something hasn't already happened like i know we already have gone over the fact that merrick garland is a genius and he's doing this in the right way and he's only doing it in the way that he's doing it because da, 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 da. that being said what the fuck <laughs> Can we speed it up, Merrick? That's not how the legal system works, so. I know. Like, I would, see, like, my my fear, my fear is that Trump will die before all of this happens. 
I mean, and that's sad because in the past I was elated by the idea of him dying. It doesn't matter anyway. I mean, Katie, I get what you're asking here, but I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Even if Trump were to go to jail, let's say, let's say best case scenario, everyone's dreams come true. Trump goes to jail and he ends up spending 50 years there. Okay. He dies in prison. Trumpism isn't going away. No. You, you see it in DeSantis, you see it in Abbott, you see it in Marjorie Taylor Greene, you see it in Lauren, Lauren Boebert, you see it in all of these fucking extremist right-wing politicians. So even if you were to get rid of Trump, it, it, Trumpism is here now. The And it's not going anywhere as long as we have a, half the population really that's brainwashed. Well, and it was never really gone. It was never really not right. here. He just made it okay to be a white supremacist again. Yeah, he made it cool. He made it like <laughs> mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Be, it's not been like, cool, but yeah, like he he was the guy that was like, no, you you hate this guy because he's he he's not the same as you. It's fine to hate him. Like yeah. that's what Trump did. Like, and that's the sad part of it all is that it was always here. Yeah, it was always here. It was always just under the radar, and he was like, no radar. It's out in the open now, and. And that's that's sad and it's scary because what the fuck else is there? Yeah, but Trumpism, MAGA, isn't isn't going anywhere. There's too many people profiting off of it, too many people gaining status off of it, too many people that see their future in being grifters. And that's that's what's gonna happen. The only I know you guys get tired of hearing me say this, but the only way to effectively kill Trumpism is to vote them all out of office. And I know that seems <clears throat> like an easy solution um, or an unobtainable one in some cases, because you look at some of these red states and realize you're never, I mean, look at uh, what's her name, Sarah Sanders. She's going to be governor of Arkansas. She's going to be governor of Arkansas. And there's nothing any of us can do about it because Arkansas is going to vote her into office. So you can't force people who are brainwashed to do anything different. This is, we're just going to have to keep fighting and keep trying to shed light on their lies and their misconduct. And yeah. they're just grifting. I, I so, so Trump like, would be gratifying to say in jail, but right. it's not going to fix anything. Right. The only way to like break someone out of that cult is for something bad to happen to them because of the cult. They have right. to know like, they're in a cult. Right. Like, and it's, that's that whole idea that like, you don't break out of a cult until you realize that what you're doing is a cult. Like, and you don't. Jim Jordan convinced 900 people to drink Kool-Aid and commit right. mass suicide. Well, look at all the ladies that got their fucking, uh, and those initials branded on them yeah. in the Nixium cult. Like, yeah. it's, it's a cult. Like, it's so funny when you're like, there's this guy on TikTok. I can't remember his name off the top, but he, he looks like he's got like, he's, he's like a total, he's a redneck. He says he's a redneck, but he goes into the reason behind why he's a redneck. Like what redneck actually means. It doesn't mean that you're a Trumper. It actually means that you're more liberal leaning. And he goes into this whole thing, but he's so well-spoken and he talks about it. And he's, he's you're talking about Trey about Crowder. Huh? You're talking about Trey Crowder? No, not him. It's a different guy. He wears like a fluorescent yellow shirt and a John Deere hat. I'll send you Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. He's younger. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a younger guy, and yeah. he always and he always talks about like like he'll obviously someone will give him a a fucking shitty message, a shitty you know mm-hmm. response, and he'll nail him to the fucking cross about like no listen you're in a fucking here's why you're in a cult and he'll go through all of it and then it'd be like and that is why you're in a fucking cult like the end like it's that same mentality that we as democrats or as voting americans can look at joe biden and go nah you know we're not like oh my god i love joe biden i take my clothes off for joe biden no we we're allowed to say like He's doing good. He's doing a good job. I've been impressed with Biden lately. I'm 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 glad that he's done as much as he's done, right? Like, but if he does something bad, I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, I still love him. You know what? No, he did something bad. We're voting Americans. We we put him into office. We're allowed to criticize him. We're supposed to. Like, that's the difference. Is people that are in a cult are like, no, whatever he does is right. He's. I got into it with someone the other day on social media who said, well, if they raided Biden's house, uh, what would your reaction be? And I was like, he's fucking stealing nuclear secrets. Lock right. his ass up. Right. <laughs> like, I have no problem. Outrage, no matter <laughs> yeah. what. Like, you guys think that it's just because it's Trump that, like, I want it. No, if, someone, if we have someone that's stealing nuclear secrets yeah. and selling them to our biggest enemies, they should go to jail, like, full stop. I don't care if it was, if Julie was selling nuclear secrets, I'd be like, you should be in jail. Julie. I know. I I know someone who could bail you out. uh, (laughs) I mean, mean, if the price was right, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I'm just kidding, Jax. If you're caught. Don't put us on any more lists than we're already on, please. (laughs) Like, that's the thing, too, though, is like, it's so... Everything that's come out, and I'm just, I'm still like, why the fuck is this motherfucker not been fucking arrested? And that's where I, that's where Katie, I, I don't think he's ever going to jail. No, I don't think he's either. I think he'll serve at most. Now, listen, that doesn't mean I don't think he's absolutely guilty of all the crimes he's being accused of. I think he 100% is. But I think he's going to be on house arrest or pay a bunch of fines or whatever. And I that's good we're we're so used to seeking closure right like that we want it wrapped up in this nice little bow to be able to say the bad guy got what was coming to him and i feel good about it but that's not reality like this closure that we're constantly seeking because we want to be proved that like see he is a fucking terrible person he is a terrible person katie he he is he i i fully believe that he was selling our secrets to the highest bidder because Trump does everything for the highest fucking bidder. He just yeah. does. But I don't think he's going to jail because of the way that our system is set up. Like, and that has to, it has to be good enough that this is probably going to come to light and that hopefully it will snap enough of these people out of it to shake them free. I don't think it's going to snap all of them out of it, but hopefully it shakes enough that we can, we can fucking finally overcome this fascist downfall that this country is plummeting towards because make no mistake, we're heading for fascism at a rapid, rapid fucking rate. And we're not just heading for it. 38% of our country's handing it over to them on a silver fucking platter. Like I saw this one, 
um, Lex sent me a screenshot of a person we know the other day that, cause I haven't been on Facebook, you know, you guys in like eight or nine months. And well, I guess it was an Instagram story and she, they were posting about how the new, um, monkey pox czar, he's a gay guy. And he had a picture taken in leather and it, it made a pentagram on his chest, which everyone knows is a, the church of Satan symbol. Right. And this person who's a proclaimed hardcore Christian was up in arms that saying Biden is putting Satanists into office. And my first thought was, well, 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 what happened to the religious freedom argument? <laughs> like right. you, two days ago, you were freaking out about your Christian rights and, and, and freedom of religion and Christians should be able to turn away whoever they want and you know, yada, yada, yada. But now that it's a religion that you don't agree with, now we're singing a different tune. Like the, the brainwashing is just so extreme that they're willing to hand over everything on a silver platter to a bunch of fascists because they are fascists. Like fascist, everyone always says like, how, what happened in Germany? How'd they just hand their country over? I can't believe more people didn't stand up. You're watching it. You're watching it fucking happen. Right. If half these Literally, people had their way, Aaron, me and Julie would all be in fucking concentration camps for being gay. Uh, yeah, we would be, I'd and it wouldn't survive. matter. Anybody who didn't agree with them would be fucking locked up. That's what they want. Like, and they can say, no, no, no. But yes, yes, it is. It is. And the same can be said for your family members that claim to love you. If push came to shove, maybe not you specifically, but people just like you, they would be okay with marching them off to concentration camps. Yeah. It's just true. I've had to make peace with it. Look at that guy that was a senator, House of Representatives. He voted against gay marriage and then went off and went to his gay son's wedding. Remember yeah. that? It's crazy. Like, it's fucking nuts. These people are man. awful. They're, they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't. They don't care about you. And they don't care. The only reason they care about the people who vote for them, they don't actually care about them. This mm-hmm. person I'm talking about, Lindsey Graham doesn't give a fuck about her. They care about staying in power. That's all they care about. They care about stacking their $100 bills and gaining multi-generational wealth. And they care about power. Those are the only things that they care about. And if you think differently, you're fucking delusional. They care about power and money. That's it. They don't care about people. While we're talking about Lindsey Graham, uh, let's uh, discuss... I thought the rights belong with the states. Uh, you fucking hypocrite. Only when you agree with them. Right? What the fuck Only else when you're anti-abortion do the, state, do the rights belong right? with the states. What other hypocritical bullshit could these fucking GOP motherfucks do? What the fuck else? All of it. They because their the supporters GOA don't care. The, the, whatever the, of hypocrites. Why are we surprised when they have been cherry-picking the Bible for all of our oh, lives. I'm not surprised, but I'm just like, I guess I am surprised. I'm not Are surprised. You? I'm not surprised. What's the word I'm disgusted? Maybe like, like, oh, there you go. Like, I had this this one friend. It's she's not a friend anymore. Let's be real. We got into this huge fucking fight months ago about abortion rights. This bitch 
fucking brainwashed motherfucker first first and foremost i mean bef- bt before trump i don't think she was i would like to say she wasn't um this nutty but years ago she confided in us that she had had an abortion and we were all like listen we love you like it doesn't you do you it is your body you do what you need to do so all this you know da 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 now we hillary the emails the emails but the emails benghazi the emails and then trump she voted obviously voted for trump so much so that when we said well, okay you're not voting democrat who are you voting? i'm not telling you okay you're voting for trump then come on so anyway we're at this thing she gets all up in arms because we bring up someone brought up abortion rights and she was like i can't believe we're gonna talk about this stupid bullshit and we're like okay first and foremost women's rights is not for stupid bullshit and i think that it's ridiculous that you would say that like what the fuck and like this woman, she's so, it's so interesting to me because like her media is, it belongs with the states, the states, the states, the states. And now here she is probably rooting on Lindsey Graham who wants to take it away federally. Like, yeah. And doesn't think twice that it's hypocritical because look at the hypocrisy that happened when she had had an abortion years prior. But now, well, she's different, though. Yeah, she's different. You know, she's a different lady. She's allowed to make her own choices. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck people like that. You know what? I don't. I mean, will I give some hate? Maybe tonight. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Julie, what do you have going on in Space Corner? Huh? I just want to note something real quick about what we were talking about. I didn't want to interrupt you guys. That another just another reason that i don't think trump will go to uh jail or prison is because he has so many far right crazy psychopaths that think that he is god's gift is it would be such a high security risk for whatever facility he was being housed at like i think that they would have a lot of threats and i think that they would have a lot of people you know who knows trying to get him out or bombing the place or you know like i don't know because his people are so psychotic i think that he would be a really high risk for any jail facility or prison like they would have to like build something just for him well yeah because he has so many psychos that follow him and people that are not fucked up to carry around weapons and you know who knows what these idiots have yeah i mean you're talking white supremacists they've been around forever and you know they're they're a whole congregation of people that are violent even though blue lives matter and you know blah 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 i don't think that they would think twice about hurting people to get trump out of somewhere i know that's kind of you know crazy to think but i think that these people are that kind of crazy I don't think that's crazy to think at all. I mean, like, I'm not, I know I watch a lot of movies, but like, look at like different movies that you see where it's like uh, Air Force One, right? Like they fucking took over Air Force One until they allowed this certain dictator to be freed. Like that's what happens. Like that's what, ugh. I think, I mean, imagine if he even had people working in the facility that thought he was amazing. I mean, that's a high risk right there. What are those people, what, what lengths are those people going to go to to help him? But if Anyways, you're, I, 
I just think that's another reason he won't go is because the judge or the court or whatever would have to look at it as how high of a risk would this be to have him locked in a certain place. Can I ask a question before you do space corner? So if, if he's seen as, I mean, like if he's selling our secrets to people, isn't that like treason? Yeah. So like, wouldn't he just have to be, isn't that punishable by death? It can be. Yeah. It's not going to happen. They were ready to string up Chelsea Manning by her her toenails, but that's for whistleblowing. But that's not going to happen to Trump. Yeah. I mean, honestly, do we want it to happen? It'd be like, he's a martyr then. Exactly. Could you imagine? You know what? The the reality is you're dealing with a group of people that are incapable of of seeing nuance in the world. Like a a lot of evenings we sit here and we talk about nuance as it relates to healthcare and gay rights and, you know, people of color. And there's so many nuances and, and too many people approach everything as zero sum that you know, like your friend you're talking about, Aaron, it was okay for her because she knows her circumstances, but she's not willing to grant other people the the levity or or the the wiggle room or the grace, whatever you want to call it, to be able to make their own choices because she doesn't believe that other people are capable because she's special. They call right. us snowflakes, but really they all think they're fucking special. When all we're saying is you can't possibly know every situation that everybody's in medically, financially, mentally, abusive wise, like you, you can't possibly fucking know. So instead of trying to regulate and legislate these circumstances with all of these unknowns, we're saying, leave it up to the people and their doctors and whoever, whatever religious leaders that they believe in, if they want to consult with them to talk to them themselves. Because we're capable of critical thinking and critical thinking is immediately equivalent to being able to recognize nuance in situations. I'm sure I could sit on here and talk for 15 hours about why I think we should reform the immigration system and have it be much more lenient and let people in who want to be here and yada, yada, yada. And someone could listen to me and find 10 people, 10 immigrants that have murdered people and say, this is why they shouldn't be allowed in. Well, ignoring the other million people that are trying to get into the country, because you're talking about a group of people that have given up their ability to rationally think and instead just regurgitate information. And that that goes to Julie's point of it being dangerous to lock Trump up. I agree with you, Jewel. I think that plays a huge component into what is taking so long for Merrick Garland and what the outcome will be, because It's not just an open and shut thing. There is nuance to it because of the repercussions of the decisions that are made. It can be real easy to say, Mayor Garland should just prosecute him, fucking put him in front of a judge and make him decide. Sure, but what will the long-term repercussions be of that? Will it it actually start a civil war if he's convicted? Are we going to see, we've already seen an uptick in, in, in radicals and fanatics storming FBI buildings and trying to kill people and like car bombs and threatening judges. All of that stuff plays into a calculus that none of us are privy to because we don't have all the information at our fingertips. Like we, we can't possibly know the weight or the, the gravitas that 
decisions that are being made right now are going to have. We are not fully informed. So we expect this like, we'll just fucking wrap it up and be done with it because we're logical people. When the, you, you, rem, you heard that quote from that, um, that uh, park ranger at Yosemite that the, the reason they have such a difficult time finding the correct storage containers for trash is because the overlap of the stupidest park goers and the smartest bears overlap. So they have to make it difficult enough for the smartest bears to not be get not be able to get into, but for the stupidest park goers to still be able to use. That same calculus applies to this. You're talking about people that are so fucking radicalized that if they saw what they believed was their uh, ordained leader, their fucking ordained leader, touched by God, and I'm not being hyperbolic. People believe he was chosen by Jesus Christ himself to lead America. (laughs) If they think that he's being locked up or detained, who knows the lengths they're willing to go to to rectify that situation. So there's a lot more gravity to the situation than than just, well, this is what we would do with everybody else. And I'm not knocking you for your opinion. I'm just saying that that position's almost impossible to navigate, which is why I don't believe he's going to spend a day in jail because the the risk factor associated when you're trying to do that math may be too great because of the fucking dumb park goers we have in this country. <laughs> like there has to be a fucking overlap. Right man yeah i mean you're right there's things that are being calculated that we can't even i mean i think we could wrap our minds around it but things that we don't even think about that they're looking into everything what kind of a security risk is it going to be if something does happen to them like you said is that going to beeline us into a civil war and that's the difference between it's kind of like when you're a supervisor and when you're just a worker workers just thinking about i i think that not everybody but a lot of people like you said jack just think about well let's do this and let's be done with it and that's the difference between people that think bigger than that and i think that's what the government or whatever the fuck it is they're doing and having to do like yeah clearly they're doing their work in getting him in trouble and looking for the stuff but like what does that mean okay well now you have the proof now what like what's the what's the risk reward with right? Well, because even with the proof, it's, it's people still scary. don't believe it, right? And right. I, I've heard I've heard a lot of people, you know, say, "Well, it's not fair." Well, sure, no, it's not. It's not fucking fair because if that were you or I, we'd be in jail, rightfully so. But right. that's not how the world works. Like it's just not. It and to to bring us like kind of bring it back into reality. We all have different measures of what's just and what we want to see as a rectified situation. Because honestly, I mean, Aaron, let's be honest for a second. If Trump were to be sentenced to 30 years in jail, and let's say Mm -hmm. it's a maximum security jail. Okay, let's just let's just say that it was. That still wouldn't undo the damage that he's been able to do. It wouldn't fix anything. And and would you feel better with him in jail? Mm, no, I probably worried every day that something bad was going to happen. Totally. Or would you just feel like, even if it happened, I think we'd all still have this feeling of it's still not fucking enough. 
It's not yeah. enough for the crimes that he's actually committed. And I think the fallout from it would be even worse. My fear, no. my my fear is that it doesn't matter what happens. Mm -hmm. We're all so divided that the only logical thing to happen is another civil war. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's time to have a conversation about should we even still be the United States? Right. Like, because at this point, like, if you think about it, like, okay, so let's just say Trump doesn't go to jail, but he dies. Trumpism, like you said, will not die. Mm-hmm. It will continue to flourish. And now they have this man that and they can smarter put. people will take it over. Right. Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. So like you have this like revolving door now of Trumpism. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's people that are on, you know, the, the middle, like there's Trump's, there's Trumpism and then there's everybody else. Right. So like Trumpism though is such a white supremacist idea and this this ideal that they believe in and that they want to live their lives as is so we really shouldn't be together in a society because we we do not agree at all about anything do you want like, to know the good news yeah i would love there that. is good news i would okay. love good news because i feel like i'm always just <laughs> here's the good news i'm bad this is the state we're in now Right. And I, I, we discuss this when we talk about climate change and stuff too, because people are like, well, what's the point kind of thing? And it's like, well, the technology is not quite there yet, but it doesn't mean we won't get there. This is the state we're in now because we have generations of people that are still in power that don't have good uh, tech, technological hygiene. Right. And, and I say that to prove a point that I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about the majority of people who have succumbed to Trumpism is because they believe what is fed to them from their chosen media outlets, right? There's a reason that Fox News and Newsmax and OAN are the, are more watched than CNN, um, MSNBC, and, you know, uh, of the like, uh, the Young Turks, left-leaning media outlets, um, and it's because a certain generation of people is consuming those those news outlets. As the younger generations come up, and I'm I'm not talking about us millennials, we're we're fucked. Generation yeah. Z and Generation Alpha, the Zoomers and, and Alpha, they're growing up in a society where they have no choice but to curate their sources of information. They're not just taking information from one source because you're talking about the most connected generations that have ever existed on the planet. They're watching generation Z and generation alpha are watching TikToks of people from Ukraine, from China, from Taiwan. They don't need to believe what's being fed to them from right-wing news outlets because they're seeing it for themselves. They have friends in different parts of the world. They know that American um, imperialism, that the shining beacon on the hill just isn't true. It's just not. It, it was a line that we were fed in school to try and make us think that we're better than everyone, to make us overly loyal to a country that doesn't care about 80% of its inhabitants as long as they get to stay in power. They know that to be true because that is what media they have consumed their whole lives. So we're going through this now. Trumpism is alive now. It won't always be because you have a whole group of people coming up that doesn't believe it. 
because they've seen something different. They have experienced something different. They're more empathetic. They're more open. They're more willing to meet people that don't look like them. They're more willing to be involved in a global community than in their own small areas. And I'm telling you right now, I fully believe they're going to save us. They're going to save all of us. They're not going to fall for it. They just don't. They do not. Hope you're right. I hope you're you're right. You're typically right. So (laughs) you feel like you might also be right about this. But I do see what you're saying. And I do. I, I agree with you. Like, perfect example was the other night when that guy yelled at me at Panera for being Gen Z. And I was like, sir, I'm a millennial. And don't call me, sir. I was like, okay, asshole. <laughs> like, I'm not a millennial. Leave us the fuck alone. But the two chicks next to me, Gen Z, 100%, were like, he doesn't know this, but we're together. Because he was like, you guys are going to be single forever. And they're like, no, we're not. We're together. And I was just like, I love you guys. Like They look at these the, these older generations that they're like just dogs howling at the moon. They think they're fucking stupid. Yeah. And they Aaron, are. Who, who was this at Panera Bread? Oh, my God. It was some white dick fuck that was, uh, he was drunk, I hope. I mean, or high. He, he came in like, like I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. All of a sudden he's yelling at my Gen Z, Gen Z. And I, I, all I heard was the Z. So I thought he said easy, which are my initials. So I'm like, how does this person know me? So I took my headphone out I looked at him and I'm like, what, excuse me. And he's like, Gen Z, Gen Z. And I was just like, what do you say? I'm like, happening and i like looked at the chicks sitting next to me and i'm like what is going on and they're like we have no idea and i just like i looked at him like dude you need to you need to get out of here and he's just like no gen z you guys are all losers you're losers i hate you all you're losers and i was just like okay cool well why don't you leave and then we won't be as like triggering for you and he goes he goes no you're, you're losers. I was like, okay, well, so are you like that. And he goes, he goes there, you guys aren't going to have anybody to be with. You're all going to end up single. And I go, dude, you need to stop talking to them. You need to stop talking to me. You need to leave. And he goes, he goes, Oh my God, Gen Z, you guys are all just fucked up. And I go, I'm like looking at the Panera people at this point, like, can you fucking intervene? And he goes, he goes, Gen Z, you guys are all just idiots. You all suck. You're losers. And I look at him and I go, sir, first of all, I'm a millennial. Second, you need to leave. And he goes, don't call me, sir. And I go, okay, asshole, you need to fucking leave like that. And this guy that was like at the kiosk, like finally intervened. He's like, bro, you need to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, pushing him out, push him out. And he wouldn't leave. He wouldn't leave. But then he finally did leave. And he like picked a fight with some woman in the parking lot. I was like, okay, I live in Florida. Clearly he could have a gun in his, on his person, in his car. I was really worried he was going to come in with a gun. So I literally yeah. was like, my seat the entire time waiting for him to actually leave. He like sped through the parking lot like a fucking idiot. Like I was absolutely just like beside myself that the Panera people didn't do shit. They did not do anything. And I was just like, so I emailed the people that own that Panera. And I was just like, listen, this is yeah, ridiculous. You showed them. 
Yeah. I email. I sent him a strongly worded email. Karen. Like a millennial. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, I didn't feel very safe. I didn't. And so like, now I'm like, I can't go back to Panera. All right, Joel, let's do space corner. They might send you a gift card. I fucking, they need to. God. Okay. So my space corner. I have it, most of it memorized, but I'm driving. Five years ago yesterday, one of our most iconic little space shuttles, it was called Cassini, burnt up in Saturn's atmosphere. Now, here's why Cassini was so great. Cassini was sent up into Saturn's atmosphere to take pictures. It was only expected to survive. Five. It only had enough fuel for four years. It survived in Saturn's atmosphere for 13 years. Okay. It took, it gave NASA more information than anything else we've ever had in space ever has. Pictures, it discovered some of Saturn's moons. Um, it also led us to believe that there could be possible life on some of Saturn's moons. Um, so it was one of the best pieces of equipment that we've had in space as far as Saturn goes. And I guess it was a really, it was really sad. Uh, again, it happened five years ago as of yesterday. It, it's last, so I'm getting ahead of myself. Scientists had to send it into Saturn's atmosphere to burn up because they didn't want it um, not being able to control itself at all with, with its thrusters and possibly hitting one of Saturn's moons that has potential life on it. So they pointed it in the direction of Saturn um, and basically let it get burnt up. And I guess the, the little thing fought against going and burning itself up for 90 seconds using its last little 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 thrusters to knock it burnt up Aww, but it essentially so got <laughs> yeah. Little Cassini. Yeah. yeah so it it essentially burnt itself up but the information that we got from cassini was it i don't unless we send something else up there but which i'm sure we will to go check out the life that's possible on the moons but yeah that's what oh also um they are we're expected to get a report back um about our trip to the moon so we're supposed to be getting information back about that from our rocket that took off awesome oh hopefully in the next couple days so it's one of i think i talked about this on uh, the last podcast that was on it's one of the three it's one of the it's the first of the three trips of rockets that we're using to go to the moon for our next trip to the moon so we're supposed to get our first set of information back here in the next couple days very so, cool. Very, very cool. All right, Aaron, what are you obsessed with? So I'm limiting you to two minutes. I've literally been obsessed with a league of their own, like nonstop still. Oh my God. Still. Yes. I know. When are we going to talk about it? I, I haven't finished it. Oh, uh, so anyway, so that's one of the things, but the next thing I'm obsessed with this Apple TV plus bad sisters. It's super good. It's like, uh, uh, I think they're in Scotland. And it is just a really good show about a familial bond, these sisters and how they come together to um, 
I mean, I'm not going to ruin it, but it's really good. I mean, you essentially, if you were to watch the trailer, you kind of understand. And then also the first two episodes of season five of The Handmaid's Tale came out and I watched them and I'm like, sort of feel like they may have jumped the shark, but I'm still, I'm sticking in. I'm going to watch the whole season, you know, obviously, but, and the other thing I'm obsessed with is, so I am writing my next book and for the first time ever, I was able to go, you know what? I don't like this. And I completely scrapped what I had and started over. So, and I I was allowed to do that because I don't have anybody in charge of me anymore. I'm in charge of you, Aaron. I mean, you are, but I didn't clear it with you. Sorry. Yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Go ahead and scrap it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um, I'm obsessed with Patagonia releasing all their profits to two trusts to improve climate change. Um, Yes. You're talking about $100 million a year that's going to go towards climate sustainability uh, worldwide, which, listen, some people are like, oh, it's just a tax scam. Maybe. And you know what? Also, don't care. Right. Like, just don't care. If they're going to be putting $100 million a year towards um, fulfilling some pretty far-reaching climate change objectives, those are the types of companies that I'm like, give them all of the tax breaks, like, because the government's not fucking doing anything. Well, that's not true. They're doing something right now. But um, we actually, for the first time, passed a climate change bill that should have probably been passed 20 years ago, maybe even 40 when we first knew about what was happening. But we're here now and just my fucking hats off to a private company that's willing to sacrifice their profit to, to leave the world a better place um, where maybe we'll actually still have fish in the ocean come 2040, or we're not going to wipe out another 15 species in the next five years, or perhaps we'll still have breathable air by the time, you know, we're 70 years old. So, um, Patagonia is crazy expensive, but you can bet that I will definitely be purchasing purchasing some stuff from them instead of others. Because if that's where the profits are going to, I'm I'm fucking here for it. So that's what I'm obsessed with. That is good to know. I'll I'll buy them too. They are expensive, but that is I. If you have the means to do it and you could support a company that's doing stuff like that, you should. Yeah, and I'm not you saying know? don't break yourself over. Like I get it. They're no. expensive, but. I mean, they're just as expensive as North Face. If you're gonna, if you're in a position where you can buy either North Face or Patagonia, go with Patagonia. Patagonia, yeah. Like I've been buying Patagonia for forever because I lived in Colorado. But that being said, like, come on, like, why would I not give them my money now, right? Right. I'm just saying, fucking fantastic. Fantastic for sure. Julie, you have anything? Yeah, so there's a few things which I can't believe nobody talked about. The fucking queen dying. Oh, we talked about that mm-hmm. last week. Oh, you did? I mean Well, something that I something that I've been watching, which oh, I think amazing. is really cool. People have lined up for and stood in line for 30 hours just to pay their respects to her. Yep. I thought that was crazy. I don't like staying in line for 30 minutes. I couldn't believe on what I saw on the news that people have been standing in line for 30 hours just to walk by her coffin and pay their respects. I just thought that that was incredible. It completely blew me away. 
um and handmaid's tale have you guys not watched the first two episodes i'm not I, yeah i did i said that in mine oh, i did watch did? the first two yeah you cut out a little bit when you were talking so maybe i, I apologize and first two episodes of handmaid's tale are amazing oh They're see so i kind of thought they jumped the shark i was oh, a little that's worried the- I thought you were talking about a different, a different, uh, no, I'm talking about like, I feel like they've lost it, but no, I'm, I'm willing to sink my teeth in and go with it. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm sticking in. Like I've been, I've been balls deep in this show for a while. Ooh, <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't think they've lost it at all. The way they ended the second episode, yeah, I was, was like, Oh, up. it's about to be fucking on and cracking. Yeah. You know, like, June I don't know, if, Julie, if you were on during the time, the, the few short months when I was obsessed with Serena and June and wanted them to have a relationship. I, I no longer want that. I no longer I was, want that. I was thinking that, though, during during this whole thing. I'm like, are they going to, like, totally twist this and, like. <sighs> if they do, it- I will fucking die. <laughs> I will die. <laughs> they might. You never know with this show. They, they, they fucking might. Yeah. Like all right, guys, all we got to wrap it up. Oh, we got to wrap it okay, up. Okay, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a good weekend, everybody. Make good choices. Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Fierce Fan Media.